My name's Sarah Frick, and you're listening to Are You For Real? A podcast all about being real. Like, really real, not just cute Instagram real. Like, real. Hey guys, welcome back to Are You For Real? Today, we are talking to Natalie Holloway from Bala Bangles. And Natalie is going to tell us all about her story. But what's really cool about Natalie is that she was overseas with her now husband and they were doing yoga and she was like, I think I need a little bit more. They came up with this idea and they created this amazing product. But before that, I feel like I need to tell you. (laughs) Okay, well, here's the deal. She's going to tell us about her grand idea. So I really want to share with you one of my grandest ideas that I've ever had. (laughs) And the way I started remembering this idea is because I was talking with um, Lindsay, my produce, and we we were just chatting about how fun it is and we're all together because it's Carter's here a lot of times. We have snacks, we have coffee, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so after I had the twins, um, I had a little bit of postpartum um, and I don't take postpartum lightly. I was actually very blessed to just, it was really super overwhelming and I just was like, always fucking exhausted, always. And that really hasn't ch- changed. I think I've just gotten really used to it now. So in my delirium one day, I had this, this idea. So stay with me, okay? <laughs> this is, a, so it's called Lady Commune. Now, before I tell you my idea, if anyone rips me off, I will go ape on you because this shit is like amazing. <laughs> Here's what Lady Commune is. Lady, so let me backtrack. I'm getting ahead of myself and I'm probably talking really fast because I get excited. I'm starting to sweat. So I would, I, for some reason, I, w- I stayed at home with the twins um, by myself before our au pair came at three months. And I did have a lot of family help, but I always remember because they, you know, they're babies. Everyone's like, you got to get them on the same schedule. You got to get them on the same schedule. I'm like, they're two different babies. Like, it was like, I just, I could not wrap my mind around it. So I was up a lot with, if one was sleeping, the other wasn't sleeping, but blah, 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 blah. And if they both did sleep at the same time, I had this guilt about resting myself because there was another child. There was like house stuff to do. There was millions of bottles to wash. There was just like shit to do. So if I would lay down and I would hear the garage door open, like if it was like in the middle of the day and John would come home, I would literally like throw myself out of the bed and be like, I'm awake, I'm here. (laughs) Not that he cared. It was me. I was just being crazy. So Lady Commune. So Lady Commune is a standalone building. Um, It's... It's not, you don't have to like hide to come there. However, there is like how when people get plastic surgery in LA, like the famous people, you can go underneath a garage. So nobody knows you're there. So if you're like trying to hide your car. So Lady Commune is a building. It's open to the public. Um, What it is, is you walk in and it's like aesthetically, it is so pleasing and like calm and like cool and warm. And there's a check-in desk. The Lady Commune holds individual bedrooms for everybody. So in these bedrooms, it's a bed, a sound machine, and a fan, and like really cool linen sheets. So like those sheets that you get in at like super fancy hotels and you're like, oh my gosh, like you just lay in this bed and you plop. And now there's different ways you can do it. So what always stressed me out, like even when I did have help, people would be like, look, look, I'll sit on your couch for 40 minutes, go take a nap. Okay. So I'm going to stress about not sleeping for the first 20 And then for the next like 20, if I doze off, I have to wake up right away and then I'm like in a really shitty mood. So you can do it by the hour or you can buy a day pass, right? So you're there 
and you're, you get to sleep. At the Lady Commune, there are um, there is a gym room which will which looks more like a like a studio room. We'll run cl- we run classes for you. You can do privates. Um, there's also a juice bar. There is also a massage therapist, and there is a regular bar. And this regular bar, everything's really simple. I don't want to overcomplicate it. So the regular bar is like a good bottle of red, a bottle of tequila and a bottle of like really crisp white. There's not a ton of food, but like a great little appetizer. I've put some, you guys, I put some thought into this, okay? <laughs> so, but like you could get like, like you, say you and your best friend wanted to go to Lady Commune. You're like, listen, we have half a day. Let's go. Let's take a nap on the front and like get some really good sleep, shower, get work, work out, shower, get dressed have like one little drink at the bar or have a juice at the bar if you're not a drinker, have a snack and then let's go home refreshed. See what happens to me is like if I go to a spa and like it's so like delicious to get a massage, but my problem is I get a massage and then I have to get in my car and I have to fucking drive home to a bunch of criminals. So it kind of defeats the purpose. So at Lady Commune, you can get your massage and they can literally wheel you into your bedroom and you can take your nap. So um, I don't know if that resonates with anybody, Lindsay. Lindsay's a mother of three as well. I just think, you know what it is? It's a place. Oh, oh, and the kicker, it's only for ladies. (laughs) Hence, Lady Commune. I love dudes. And I know, believe me, Lord knows that there's going to be someone out there being like, oh, you're going to diss men's club? Uh, What dude really wants to come hang out at Lady Commune, right? I mean, I don't know. Let me think about that because there might be some pushback on that. You can come, I guess, but you are going to probably ruin everyone's time. So, um... Yeah, so that's my idea. And I am taking investors for it. Um, And let me tell you something, investors, anyone that's out there listening, guess who spends the money? Mm -hmm. Guess who you want to be invested in? Ladies at the commune, eating snacks, drinking tequila, because they spend money. So if I still have your attention, we are now going to get to Natalie. Her idea is probably a little bit, I don't know, more put together than mine. But anyway, let's listen to Natalie. She's got some cool stuff to say. All right, guys, we just got Natalie on the line. And Natalie is the co-founder, co-owner, is that right, of Bala Bangles? Yes. Okay, Natalie, I'm so excited. We carry the Bala Bangles in our studio at The Works and people love them. And they are so, so fun and so cool. And they just definitely elevate the workout. You don't even realize like how much one pound is going to do to your ass, but it really, uh, really takes it up a notch. Tell us a little bit about how you started this, your story, everything. For sure. Yeah. Um, so we're super happy to be at the works. That's really exciting. Um, but basically I spent like 10, my first eight to 10 years of my career were in advertising. So I worked at large ad agencies like 72 and sunny and other LA agencies and New York agencies, um, working on building other people's brands, but like larger brands like Starbucks and Google. So, I mean, it was, it was fun, but basically the whole time I was like, you know, you're just kind of like working for somebody else, Mm -hmm. um, working really hard for somebody else. And I just always thought like I could do this on my own. Um, so that was always in the back of my mind. But then at one point, my then boyfriend was, um, we met at an agency and we decided to quit that agency because it was kind of intense. We wanted to do the whole quit your job and travel the world thing. Um, so we did that. And that's whenever we came up with Bala. So we were just like doing yoga one day and we wanted to sweat more with our class. So we thought of wrist and ankle weights, which 
already existed, of course, right. um, but, but nobody wore them anymore. So we were like, let's bring this back in trend. It's such a good item and everybody should be wear- wearing them for every workout. So that's kind of a little bit about where the idea came from. Yeah, that's really neat. So it's interesting you say that about the wrist and ankle weights. I have some women that um, come and they summer. We, li- we live at the beach. And so they come and spend their summers on Sullivan's Island. And they are all like huge Tracy Anderson people. And so like the first summer I worked them out like three years ago, they were all like wearing these ankle weights. And I was like, what the, what are these things? Like, you know, I, n- I hadn't like th- thought of them since my mom was jumping on a trampoline in her bedroom watching General Hospital. So I know, it, but, and then Carter who works for me, she does all my marketing. She was in New York and she came back and she's like, I got you the coolest thing. And she brought them back and I was like, what are these like kinetic bracelets. She was like, put them on. Um, and we have love, love, love them ever since. So tell us a little bit about like, because the way you design them is so cool. Like I never would have thought about putting the pieces together like that. Yeah. I mean, we like, we literally were sketching this like in Asia, whenever we came up with the idea, um, we just, we looked at the ugly sand filled ones, you know, Mm -hmm. the old ones that like no one wears our moms wore all of that stuff. So we looked at those and we were like, those slip and slide and they, they get gross. Cause they're like, I don't know what they're made of, but they're um, covered in something soft that gets sweaty and smelly. So we mm-hmm. were like, let's use a, uh, an, some sort of material that doesn't get smelly and sweaty. And so they thought of silicone and they kind of just sketched out what we thought would be like a cute bracelet. Obviously it's very thick and chunky, but, um, we basically just wanted it to be as close to like a cute bracelet as possible. Yes. It, and it is, it really is. And the colors are gorgeous. So I love to hear because I don't know a lot about, um, like having to go through a factory and all that kind of stuff. How did that work? I, I read a little, I read an article that you did, not little, I read an article that you did, um, about you guys were already overseas. So did you use a factory over there? We actually, um, we, what we learned in advertising was just to like Google it if we didn't know how to figure anything out. So we literally just started doing research, asking people. Um, and then my husband's family happened to be in the toy business at one point. So oh, cool. we asked his uncles, we asked his dad, we found like a contact to reach out to. Um, and then they basically kind of guided us in the right way. So the ultimate, the person that ended up creating it, um, or actually manufacturing it wasn't the first person we talked to. We talked to like 20 people um, first and just kind of asked around friends and family, that sort of thing. Right. So I've heard from a friend of mine. Wait, wait, was that with, no, that wasn't a friend of mine. That was a book I wrote from the, the book I read. Um, of, I'm telling you, this is my friend. This is the guy who started Nike. <laughs> Have you read that book? Is it called Shoe Dog? Isn't that what it's called? I think so. But he talked about the first prototype that he got of like his first pair of shoes that he got when he like received them. He was so excited about it. Like, did you guys, was that like getting, having a baby basically when you first got your first prototype? For sure. It's like, it takes so many months, like way longer than you would ever. That's what he was saying in this book. He thought that they had forgotten about him. (laughs) Literally you, you think, oh, it'll take a month to get it sample. And at this point, I can get samples made that quickly. But at the beginning, you're just a random person asking for a sample and then you have to pay thousands of dollars. And it takes like, I think it took like six to eight months to get our first little baby prototype. But yeah, it felt amazing. And it was like something real that you've been working on. So it just keeps you motivated to keep working on that. Um, But yeah, I can definitely relate to that feeling. One other thing I was just going to ask kind of in that same vein, when you first got your prototype, did you have to like kind of adjust anything or change anything before you guys put them on the market? 
Oh, definitely. Our first prototype looks nothing like the product right now. Okay. Nothing. I don't even think it weighed anything. Um, so, and yeah, it looks so different. So we adjusted things throughout and we're still adjusting things like, um, always making the Velcro stronger and like little product tweaks. We listen to every customer. So it's like, yeah. we're always trying to like adjust and evolve. Um, we're working on like a half pound potentially soon as well. Oh, so cool. that, yeah, we're definitely always, um, evolving and adjusting. We carry the one and the two pounds. And I will say, because we do, um, uh, uh, the works is a combination class. It's yoga, cardio, plyometric strength work. So I have like, my bands have flown off my legs during jumping jacks before. So sometimes I wonder if we get a little too sweaty in there though. (laughs) Oh, see, it can happen with the sweatiness, but that's another thing we're trying to solve. We're like stronger Velcro so that you can do crazy jumping jacks and they'll never get loose or anything like that. Um, but definitely. Yes, I love them. They're so awesome. Okay, so you start this company. When when did you guys start? Um, a year and a half ago. Okay, and did you get, you said you were with your boyfriend. Is that your boyfriend who's now your husband? Exactly. So a year and a half ago, you started this business. Did you, and you got married within that time as well? Yeah, we kind of eloped because we were starting the business and things were crazy. Um, so we got married. You were like, like, we better sign some paperwork or we're going to break up because starting a business together is a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's like, yes, test your relationship. Totally. My husband and I are both business owners and he's a builder. And so he builds out my studios and we decided to build a brand new studio, build a house. And we have three kids, five and under and live in a two bedroom rental while we were doing it. Cause we really, really wanted to test our marriage. We wanted to see how much we liked each other. <laughs> that's going on as we speak, <laughs> but no, that's fun. I love that you guys are doing that together. And I feel like even though John, my husband and I were in different businesses, we can appreciate like the entrepreneurship in each other because we're both, you know, we take ownership in what we do. And like you were saying before, we don't work for someone else. We're working for ourselves. So the hustle is like, it's real, but also like the glory behind it is so much more worth it when you get to go home with it at night. Um, so are you from LA and now you're in New York? Is that right? So I'm actually, um, I'm from Austin, Texas. Um, we were in LA for like, or I was in LA for like five or six years, went to New York for one year and then I'm back in LA. Oh, cool. And is your husband from LA as well? No, he's actually from Westport, Connecticut, but my sisters live in LA. His brother lives in California. So we're kind of like, we made LA our home. And, and talk about, um, is I'm sure like, I mean, you guys have gotten amazing, like press people are loving your product. Did, did, was like the, the stuff that you were able to do because you already had the skill set was that helpful with that? Or did, was it, were you surprised how quickly it just blew up? Honestly, it's a little bit of both. It's like, you know, you, it's kind of, there's a spiral effect. So it's like, if I, if you're featured in shape, then you're featured in women's health or something like that. It's kind of like a domino effect. But then also I think that, you know, being from advertising agencies as our background, we kind of knew, like I knew to like reach out to editors and gift them the product, right? which maybe you wouldn't know otherwise if you didn't work in advertising. So I think that that skill set definitely helped us. Yes, I agree. That's, that's awesome. Um, what was like, what's your favorite publication that you've been in? Like, what was your so far? I mean, I know this is like such a a baby business, but your moment where you're like, Oh my gosh, look, this is so exciting. Honestly, earlier, early on, and it wasn't really a great, um, it wasn't a great, it was just a shot of us under somebody's like gift guide or something. 
but Vogue, that was like my uh, yeah. goal. And it wasn't even like a crazy write-up or anything. It was just literally somebody's gift guide online. But being that was like a starstruck moment for me. Hell yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So a lot of our listeners um, are, are women and, and men, but women as well that are like entrepreneurs. So before we dive into some of the other topics, like what is your best advice? Like on the days where you were waiting for your prototypes or on the days where you were like, you know, didn't have as much money as you thought or where the sales weren't where they are. Like, you know, I know for me, like, I'm like, you just, you got to get through those parts because that's place where you kind of meet yourself. Like what kind of a business person are you? And what, what are some of the tools that you find are helpful for you? So uh, we've always just said from the beginning, especially because you know, I would say product development really took us a year, which is a crazy long time. And then we also launched a Kickstarter. So that whole process took so long and it was so slow moving that early on we adopted this, um, this kind of philosophy that just like we had to do, we had to take, cause we had normal jobs at that time too. So we just adopted the philosophy that we had to take steps every single day to move towards this thing that we didn't know what it was yet. But basically, our, um, I would just say to take steps every single day and keep moving because no business was built in a day. It takes time. And then all of a sudden you look back, uh, you know, a year later or two years later and you've built something great. But I would say just keep moving and keep taking those steps, even if you don't feel motivated to. And then um, also just you ha- if you're working on it, you have to work extremely hard um, every day. So it's like that's I think that's. Another thing I keep reminding myself is like, it's hard work and you chose this path. So some days you're just going to have to work till midnight or whatever it may be. So you kind of adopt that mentality. Can you talk a little bit about, it is worth it. And I agree because I feel that way too. I was actually just speaking with um, my operations manager. We had a meeting before this and, you know, we were, I was telling her like before I, I, I owned another um, group of studios in town before this for almost 10 years. And then I sold those to my old business partner and started this new concept. And it's been like amazing. But between those two um, studios, I had about a year and it was like my year of yes, where I just like said, yes, yes, yes. I'll teach classes in your driveway. Yes. I'll travel and go teach this workshop. Yes. Let's go do a retreat in Sayulita. Yes, yes, yes. Because I just like wanted like feelers and just to get as much as I could out there. And there were some days where I was like, just exhausted and like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And now I'm on the other side and I'm like, I'm so glad I pushed through the year of yes, because it, it, you get your feet under you, you know, you got to get a little dirty. I think also like to have some credibility and to be able to like sell the product and to be part of the experience is I think people really value that, you know? Totally. Um, yeah. And I definitely think the getting dirty part is so important, especially the very first year of your business. Like mm-hmm. you're going to be so dirty. You're going to be responding to all the customer emails, all of that stuff. So, and people love that too. And that gives such a, like a, a personal vibe that it's like, there's so much out there to purchase. And there's so many things, especially with social media, like we're constantly, I mean, my phone listens, to, my phone listens to me more than anyone that I live with. So, you know what I mean? It's like constantly putting things in my face. It's like, you need this, you need this. And I'm like, do do I need this? So I think that personal touch, it, it just really, people respond to that. And I, I, you know, community sells, like that's what, that's what people are looking for is constant connection. So I think that's awesome. Talk, talk to us a little bit about your Kickstarter. So our Kickstarter, um, we basically, at first when we, um, concepted this, we didn't eat, 
we just didn't know if it was, if people would buy it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously now we know that it's like everyone can use it and it's great for every single workout. But at first, you know, you launch any product, you're like, you put anything out into the world. You're like, this is scary. Is anybody going to like it? Um, right. so basically our idea was to do kind of, and a lot of brands do this, like kind of test the market with our Kickstarter. Um, so we launched our Kickstarter and basically it's essentially pre, you know, what it is, it's pre-sales. Um, mm-hmm. but it also is really good to test the market because you get a lot of good market feedback. They're kind of like a test community. Um, and also it's a way to raise your first, um, round of funding. So yeah. it was basically just, we needed $50,000 for our first order. Um, and so we decided to go to Kickstarter to do that. And that was really stressful because you just have no idea if anyone's going to, um, purchase it, but we got the funds. I think we got like $60,000 or something like that. That's awesome. So we were really excited and it was great, like market feedback. Cause then we were able to deliver to these people and see if they loved it. And it really, I highly recommend Kickstarter. It's, it's low risk too. So it's like, it's, it's basically pre-sales and it um, yeah. is a great way to test the market, but it's super you, stressful. It sounds stressful. Will you tell people out there that don't know about it, like what exactly it is? Yeah. So Kickstarter is essentially crowdfunding. You don't give away any percentage of your company. So it's honestly the easiest way to explain it is pre-sales. So if I'm putting like a t-shirt on Kickstarter, um, it's out there to the world, this Kickstarter database, and people can start you know, pre-buying it and you can say, I'll deliver it in six months. So then if you get, you know, 30,000 orders, you have six months to make those orders and you have the cash to fund those orders. And Mm -hmm. if you get five orders, you kind of, not that the idea is ruined, but you might think, wait, is this, um, right for the market? And not that Kickstarter is our customer at all, but it is a good way to test your product. And if you're needing the cash and you don't want to give away any equity in your company, I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's so that's awesome. That's awesome tip. Um, so I, your branding is really amazing and beautiful. Did you do all that yourself? Um, it's a it's a collab. So we have like some key photographers we work with. Um, my sister, who actually is working with us almost like full time right now in Bala, she's um, a stylist, so she has a really good idea. She does all of the Instagram, and we basically collab on um, all of our shoots and stuff like that. It's really cool. It looks it's so fresh. It's so pretty. I love it. It's very eye catching. You. You're welcome. Um, so with that, okay. So now let's talk about. Let's switch gears a little bit. So talk. Let's talk a little bit about some of your passions. I know that I asked you just to share with some stuff with me before we got started. So you are big into rescue dogs. Yes, I have one at my. I have two on my bed right now. Oh, so sweet. What are their names? Naomi and Penny. Oh my gosh. So, so sweet. And talk about the charities that you guys are into. So, I mean, we've worked with wags and walks before, but basically, Mm -hmm. um, we are, I'm, we've worked with a lot of charities, but basically we're about to, um, launch a new color, which is going to be purple, which stands for, um, animal abuse. And we'll a hundred percent of those proceeds will go to our chosen charity. So we'll probably switch charities every couple of months or something like that. But we're going to start with one called rescue dogs rock. Um, yeah. And it's basically this amazing charity in New York and they, they take in the dogs that no one else will and rehabilitate them or dogs that were like left tied, um, and uh, like abused dogs and they really do powerful, amazing things. So, um, we're starting with them and then there's this other pit bull, 
um, charity that we'll also start with. And they're called New York Bully Crew. And they're amazing because one of my dogs is a pit bull. And they're all about um, fighting like breed state legislation laws and stuff like that. So both of those are our chosen ones. And both of them pretty much believe that any um, dog can be rehabilitated. So that's what we believe as well. That's really awesome. I love hearing that. We went, um, I led a retreat in St. Kitts a while ago and Olivia Munn was on the retreat and she was, I think she's into WAG, right? Was that she was telling she us is. about? A lot of celebs are, I think, because it's in LA, I guess. But. Yep. And I, she was talking to me. We were talking about, um, we had a one-on-one and she was telling me about her passions and she was just like, you know, I'm always fighting for animals and I know she has a few rescue dogs herself. So I think that's really, really awesome and really sweet. Okay. So we, we know you love dogs. So I am, you know, I'm a mom of three, like I told you, and I work my ass off, but I would never... I'm so thankful that I chose to have children. Do you guys, have you guys ever talked about doing that? Yes, definitely. I mean, we want to have kids soon. Um, I, I would love a big family. I came from three, a family of three children as well. Three girls. So fun. Yeah. Three. I love the number three. I always liked like having a full house and all that. So, I mean, we'll definitely have two or three kids. Um, and I'll just have to balance work and kids. Maybe you can give me some tips. <laughs> um, get, th- go ahead and take your purse and throw it at childcare. <laughs> get it? A- no, I mean I think I always encourage, and I love you know I love letting my kids be part of the experience and to watch me work and to learn that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. I'm excited for you guys. All right, Natalie, thank you so much for chatting with us. For sure, yeah. And if you ever, ever want to come to Charleston or do a pop-up, we would 100% love to have you. All of the people at my studio are like loving these bangles. We fly through them. If you guys have not checked out Bala Bangles yet, you have to check these out. They are awesome. Well, we will be hopefully seeing you and talking to you soon and have an awesome day. Of course. I'm super excited. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. What an amazing story. You go overseas you decide you want more weights and then all of a sudden you're in Vogue and Oprah. Natalie, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Um, we mentioned this, but just as a reminder, guys, we do carry Bala Bangles at the works in the studio so you can buy your own pair there. They're actually right next to one of my absolute favorite after workout treats, the blender bombs and the granola. If you ever want a discount, you can use Sarah 10, go to their website, blenderbombs.com and do your purchase there if you can't get to the studio. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Subscribe, rate us, tell your friends. We are having the best time with this podcast. Talk to you guys soon.